makes a good Main Street? That's a question that my next guest has not just been asking himself, but anybody who passes his cross or or the pathway along the Main Street. Associate Professor Paul J. McGinn uh, joins you, Director of the University of Western Australia Public Policy Institute. Hello. Morning, Lisa. Thank you for joining us today. Now, what what sparked your fascination with the uh, main streets in particular? Uh, well, I had been the COVID times. I had been doing some analysis on visitors to um, CBDs and um, suburban areas in metropolitan Australia, along with uh, with Louise, the co-author, my co-author in this paper in the conversation, and. We were really interested in trying to find out, well, you know, after the impacts of COVID, what do people really value about their kind of main street or their high street? Mm, Now, we did receive that text, a pie shop. Is that something that's high on your list? Uh, Well, a pie shop would fall under, I suppose, a restaurant and cafe, and restaurants and cafes come in at number two in our top ten or top 10 list of stores and services. So, yeah, I think it, it falls in there in that broad category of restaurant and cafe. Yeah, now let's take a look at your list. You actually went around asking people uh, what they think needs to be in a main street. Who did you ask and what sort of questions were you asking? So we asked about 650 shoppers from all around Australia uh, a list of uh, about 45 different types of stores and services, and we asked them to rank what they valued, basically. And so in the uh, in the piece that we have in the conversation, we, we did a top 10, basically, list of stores and services and then elements within Main Streets that people really kind of value. Well, what shops did people say they want on their main street? Did they get specific? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, when this came out, we've had a lot of kind of um, interesting kind of unsurprised responses from people. So number one was a pharmacy. Number two was restaurant and cafes. Number three was supermarket. And number four was a coffee shop. So this, I'll, I won't run through that all ten, but those are the top, that's the top end of the top ten. Me, personally, a a main street needs definitely a cafe, not just for coffee, but good to work out of, Uh, definitely restaurants, a pharmacy, post office, yeah, I could give or take as long as there's a mailbox and a bank. Yes, so um, that, the bank one's interesting in many senses because banks have been closing lots of branches and they've also been closing ATMs. Um, but what our survey's pointed to is that people really value having a bank, which goes against the grain, I suppose, in terms of what the banks are doing. They're closing ATMs. I have not seen anywhere, or maybe I just haven't noticed, people closing ATMs. Yeah, well, there's been a reduction in the in the overall number of ATMs across Australia because what's happening now, of course, is we a lot more people are using their mobile phones um, for tap and go when you go into a coffee shop or a supermarket or whatever, wherever you go to do your shopping, basically, and online shopping as well. It's all done by virtual credit and money. 
I was speaking to somebody who called up before and they said they were driving through the town of Neil. Uh, and I said, Neil has the uh, Australian Pinball Museum on its main street. For me, that makes the best main street in all of Australia, a pinball museum. Would that rank high with your people? Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing not. Very specifically, no, no. It doesn't, it doesn't make it in the, in the, certainly not in the top ten. It, it's a very, in many senses, it's a very kind of traditional list. Um, you know, on the other end, it's you mentioned post office, post offices are banks are department stores, and then the good old news agents. Mm. Was there much of a generational difference? No, believe it or not, no. There was very little difference between um, the people that we surveyed in terms of gender, age, uh, or location, particularly when it came to pharmacies. So pharmacies seem to hold a very kind of special place in people's uh, hearts and hip pockets. Um, And... uh, I think the reason for that is be a pharmacy for more than just your prescription to be filled. Shares perfumes and um, vitamins and supplements now, and yeah, I think that's you get, why they're you very popular. Rants, you get everything, shampoos, you get everything conditioners in a, in a pharmacy mm. now. Yeah, yep. Yeah, listen, uh, we've received some uh, great texts as well. You can tell me what you think a Main Street needs, uh, but also what makes a Main Street great that you've seen. And you can be as uh, traditional or as silly, if you like. On the text, if a pie shop is a restaurant, surely a coffee shop is a restaurant as well. Would you consider a coffee shop a restaurant? The coffee shop was a separate um, category of uh, service or retail that we had in there. So... um, you know, a pie shop for me will fall into kind of hospitality in a sense, you know, and I'm sure a pie shop serves more than just pies. Mm. Hi, Kate, on the text. Thanks for your message. Uh, also on the text, Daniel in Canberra said, Country Town Main Street needs a top pub, bottom pub and a middle pub. <laughs> Daniel in Canberra, did you have lots of people saying it needed a pub? You couldn't have a Main Street without one? Uh... uh Pub wasn't in there uh, as such, um, but I do know, obviously, um, you know, here in WA, in particular, in regional WA, um, a pub is, uh, you know, the centre of kind of community in many senses. So, uh, in a regional context, you know, I would imagine pubs would be pretty kind of important. Mm, on the text, oh, I like this. I was said the main road into my town or village, I should say. One of the residents has got a fiberglass elephant on their front fence, which is around <laughs> a meter high. Now that's pretty cool. <laughs> yes, so plan to the you know the big banana, the big pineapple, you know all of those things which which we're famous for here in Australia. So uh, yeah, that would make a that would make for an entertaining high street entrance to a high street. Yep. Yes. Uh, on the text, uh, oh, there's a there's a supermarket uh, that has got a large fiberglass cow in the entrance uh, in the village of Malula that was sent in by Was the supermarket there. Oh, Was, you know all the large fiberglass animals. You've got your finger on the pulse. Uh, also on the text, free parking, no traffic lights, and a pub with great counter mills. 
good people and clean rooms. That was sent by Ant from Mitcham. Uh, also, uh, Patrick said, uh, Hunter Street, Newcastle, please play the song. Uh, Fergus said, Pie Shop comes under Baker Bread Shop. Yeah, look, it could come under all sorts of, you know, uh, I suppose you go around the country, a pie shop will come under, uh, it could be a cafe, it could be a coffee shop, it could be a bakery, it could be all sorts of things, basically, depending where you go. Now, you split uh, your... Oh, continue, sorry. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say, in, in terms of Ant, who just um, texted through to you there, so they mentioned parking, and parking is... We we also did a kind of like top ten elements of what makes a good high street, and parking came in at number three. Mm-hmm. Cleanliness and safety and security were one and two. So answer on to something. Oh yeah, what were some of the other uh, things that people thought made uh, a good main street? Uh, walkability is in there. Um, a good mix of retail and services. So and. Uh, coming back to, I suppose, notions of cleanliness and safety, a lack of graffiti and vandalism. I think people, when they go to a high street, they want to kind of, you know, they want to go into a pleasant, bright kind of environment. And I think from the policymakers, from a local government or a state government perspective, high streets, you know, need to be attractive in a variety of ways if you want to get people into those spaces and people need to feel safe in them. Now, you actually uh, split those answering your survey into two different categories. What are they? Uh, well, basically, there are two different types of shoppers, uh, uh, and they are what we call hedonic shoppers. So that's people who get, a, I suppose, a, a thrill out of going shopping. And then utilitarian shoppers who just who are very focused and purposive in their shopping habits and, you know, why, why they go shopping. So for hedonic people, again, pharmacy is at the top of the list there, along with a restaurant and cafe. So people want, you know, I suppose a really positive experience when they go into Main Street. Um, so pharmacy and restaurant cafe were joint first. And for utilitarian shoppers, it was pharmacy again and supermarket was the first, uh, the top two um, types of retail and services that people are really interested in. On the text, what makes a good main street? Back in the day, a fish and chip shop, two milk bars, news agency, pizza shop, barber shop, Menton Girls High School, Victoria, uh, Charman Road, that one sent through. Uh, we, you, you did mention that things like banks, post office, the news agency, those things aren't as common on main streets anymore. What would you say the main street is morphing into in that regard? Oh, good question. Um, it depends where you go around the country. I mean, here in um, Simon Perth, and what we're seeing in high streets are uh, a bit of an increase in independent retail stores and coming back to one of your other textures, uh, pubs and kind of restaurants kind of emerging in, in kind of major high streets here. One three hundred eight hundred triple two. Call up if you'd like to suggest what makes a good main street, or maybe you'd like to suggest a main street that you've gone down before that you absolutely love, or if you have a question uh, to ask, 
by all means, uh, Paul is here to answer your questions as well. On the text, Sturt Street, Ballarat, has a bu- has beautiful buildings like the Town Hall. It is long with two roads and a grassy middle with statues and gardens and fountains. Uh, I'm wondering in terms of parks and, and grassy areas, did that rate high on the list? Uh, yeah, in again, in terms of if we look at kind of hedonic and utilitarian shoppers, so hedonic shoppers really like um, kind of a sense of history and culture to their main street and and kind of the aesthetics. So that would be things like architecture and green spaces, um, public art. Coming back to um, the texter or your caller who mentioned uh, the big cow outside a supermarket. You know that's a form of public art, isn't it? So public arts was in our list. That was pretty. That was number three for hedonic shoppers and for utilitarian shoppers. They really like signage, cleanliness, safety and security, and walkability. So what the, about the ability the- to get around shopping very shopping areas very quickly and easily. Yeah. What What about things like public toilets, public transport? Uh. They don't come up that much, which is a bit of a surprise, particularly to, um, I suppose, lots of planners. Uh, when we looked at top 10 elements, parking comes in at number three, and that really kind of points, I think, to our dependency on the car when we go sh- when we go for shopping, whether that's for a major shop to a supermarket, and even if we do local shop, more lo- localised shopping as well on the text. Uh, Hello Lisa and guest. My vote is for a good pie shop, preferably one with genuine tea. (laughs) I love a good cup of Billy tea first thing in my day. Thank you, Kate. Uh, Sparky in Toowoomba, hello. Hello. Hi Sparky. Hello. Hello. I I think I'd like a a florist shop. Now, I wonder if that has gone high on the list or not. Paul, did you have people saying a florist? Uh, no, not specifically. We have, um, with hedonic shoppers, they did kind of, say, lifestyle and gift stores, so a florist might kind of just fit in there in a way. Yeah, but Sparky, florist specifically, why? no. Yeah, mm. Sparky, why a florist for you? Oh, well, I like flowers. I think they're lovely, you know, it's nice if you can go in and buy some nice flowers. Even visually it's beautiful, isn't it? Just walking mm. past, it really lifts up a main street. Yeah. Sp- Sparky, thank you so much. Uh, on the text, Clayton said, I'm thinking a substantial landmark, large statue referring to a a person from history. That's what I think. That's Clayton. Also, Lou said the main street should have a pub, a grocery store, a pharmacy, a bakery, and a newsagent. Uh, Raza said uh, a house on our main street has two life-size giraffes in their front yard. Wow. Brilliant. We're bringing... I love it. I, I, I love it. Yeah, we're getting all the giant animals. If anyone has seen another giant animal on their main street, what have we had? We've had an elephant, we've had a giraffe and a cow. one three hundred eight hundred triple two. On the text, sadly, my main street has lost all its amenities to the local mega mall. Is that what you're finding a lot? Big malls are taking the place of the small shops? Yeah, we're just actually working on another little article at the moment looking at the competition between CBD shopping centres and online. And there is a 
there's a lot of competition, but particularly between uh, bricks and mortar shops and retailing in CBDs and, and suburban shopping centres. And what we're seeing in suburban shopping centres, uh, um, a lot of them have gone through major refurbishments and expansion, and are offering a lot more than just retail. You can, go, you know, if you go to some of the bigger, the biggest shopping centres, they're really like entertainment complexes. Uh, more than just a shopping centre. There's bowling alleys, back to your um, earlier caller who's talking about bowling. There's cinemas, there's restaurants, there's pubs, you know, all sorts of things now in big suburban shopping centres. Mm, on ABC Radio, uh, Margaret in Queensland. Hello. Oh, hello. Yes, I was just commenting. Um, I would like to see a lovely little quaint tea shop like back in the day. But I also want to comment how nice it is to hear the chap with the Northern Ireland accent since I'm from Derry 60 years ago. Oh, Margaret, that's wonderful to share in more more ways than one. Paul, do you like a cup of tea? Lovely to hear, lovely to hear your voice, Margaret. And I used to live in Derry myself. I'm, but I'm originally from Belfast, as you can probably tell. (laughs) I worked in Belfast way back in the sixties, long before you and I came to Australia in 1963 so I'm getting on a bit now and maybe lost a bit of my dairy accent but I would love to see a quaint little tea shop and nice tablecloths and go in for an afternoon tea and um, enjoy that sort of high high street um Ambiance, I Yeah, yeah. Well, co- coffee shops do come up at high in the list. So, and I think we do see coffee shops. You know, a variety of them: some old and traditional, and some yes. more modern style. Yeah. So, yep. Oh well, things change, but lovely to hear your voice. Oh, Thank you Margaret. very much, Margaret. <laughs> Thank you Thank so much. You. Margaret, thank you for calling. Yeah, Paul, Paul loved hearing your voice as well. What a great connection there, you guys. Have a have a familiar town as well. Yes. Uh, is there much difference between a, a Northern Irish uh, Main Street and an Australian High Main Street? Oh, I think when I lived in Derry, um, the High Street was mainly... Um, shops that had fashion and, um, you know, I'm going back to the 50s and 60s. So, the, and maybe the cute little tea shops I'm talking about and um, places that sold loose tea and coffee and things like that. So, and there were supermarkets too, but of course not to the scale that it is today. But um, it's brought back a lot of memories to me. Oh, thanks for your call, Margaret. uh, 
if I could just say quickly, um, Lisa, in Derry, there's now, a, I suppose, there's a big shopping centre in the centre of the CBD in Derry, um, which Margaret, I don't know if she's been back recently, but that's kind of dominated the, the retailing. And there's a couple of key streets in Derry, which have got lots of independent retailers and tea shops, um, litter down little laneways and so forth. Yeah, it's up to one in Bishop Street. It is indeed, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was back in 2012, but um, my health I had a heart attack um, <laughs> recently, so I'm not travelling anywhere, but my nieces and everyone still keeps keeps me up to date with photographs and I did go to that shopping centre in Derry. Yes. Yeah. Oh wonderful Margaret Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> now now I want to visit there suddenly. The the tourism is going to skyrocket. Uh, on the text, Wolfie and Glenda said during our travels in a caravan, an IGA shop, pub, pie shop and every town in Australia claims they have the best pie. Yes, that is true. Uh, also on the text, uh, shopping centres are the death of the main street is one opinion. Also, uh, what relevance does a main street have anymore when most suburbs no longer have main streets? They instead have the shopping centre. Again, talking about shopping centres. Uh, also on the text, what do we have here? Uh, between um, Marupna and Shepparton, there is a corner that houses different fibreglass cows painted in several different colours <laughs> and ways. They are also moved through the towns. That text from Deb uh, on the text as well a really good green grocer shop is essential lovely scent of peaches and mangoes in summer and bright green vegetables all year round thank you Mim uh, on ABC Radio how about this um Oh, what's this? The um, Main Street, AKI High Street. Uh, the best feature is an absence of vacancies. Attractions are retailers who tend their window displays. Yes, we often see um, places that are empty. What do you think that local governments could do to revitalise Main Streets? Uh well, we, we, when you have, uh, I suppose, vacant shop fronts, I mean, most buildings are owned by private landlords. So uh, I think councils can try to incentivize shop owners to maybe decorate shop fronts so they don't look vacant, you know, and they don't look abandoned because, we, you know, you get a sense of what, what planners call urban blight, and that can then start to have a kind of a negative downward effect on attracting people to an area if they see lots of vacancies or for lease signs. Um, but urban urban design and urban landscaping are kind of important. So what we find in our survey, people, you know, they want cleanliness, they want safety and security, lighting, uh, and they want greenery as well um, in the area. So if you can make a place aesthetically attractive in terms of the street rather than the shops, that can that can help make a place more attractive. Kevin, on the road, what do you think makes a good street, a main street? How you going, guys? Uh, hello to your guests there. I'm, I'm actually I'm a truckie, so um, I'm just coming. I'm just coming into a little town here in WA, out of Geraldton. It's called Northampton. Yes, just so, north of Geraldton. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kevin. Yeah. Correct. 
And what they've got here is they've just they've done it last eight, ten months. They've got sheep, um, statues of sheep all through the town. So the, the police station's sheep is done up in a police uniform. The IGA's sheep has got an IGA uniform. So I yeah, love that's it. Oh, it's so cool. As you come through the main town, there's most probably, really, I, I suppose, without exaggerating, there'd be 10 sheep through. It's only a little town, but as you come through the main street, all along there'd be about 10 sheep all done up in different different people's uh, clothes or the shops. or Yeah, it's pretty cool. I thought I'd just let you know. Yeah. Thank you. Have you, been, have you been to Corrin up, Kevin? Been where? Oh, you just cut out Say it again, Paul, sorry. I was going to say, has Kevin been to Cowran up? And it's a town that has cows littered all through its high street. It's on the way to Margaret River. Yeah, Yeah, it's got got cows all the way through it, so. I I have. Um, Being a truckie, obviously, we get all over WA, but I just do Perth to Carafa at the moment. But, yeah, I thought, I just listened to you, and Lisa, I must tell you, you're doing a great job, girl. Oh, thank you so much, Kevin. And your producer, she, mate, one of the nice, I sent a message yesterday, one of the nicest people that can answer a phone ever. Tima is so lovely, mixed beside her. They're doing, yeah, great job. Oh, well, that's lovely, Kevin. Thank you. No worries, guys. uh, Thanks, Kevin. Kevin's dishing out compliments like that town is dishing out sheeps. I love it. Uh, on the text, my old main street in Castle Hill, New South Wales, used to have it all. I can remember in the 60s, it was quite a bohemian semi-rural place on the city fringe, complete with hitching rails and water troughs for horses. But now it has become a, a restaurant precinct, partly closed to the traffic. Also on the text, uh, Raza said, we have a great butcher shop in our beautiful little town, Denali. And uh, this text, the best feature of a high street is running into people that knew your parents. How lovely is that? The sense of community and history. Thank you so much, Paul, for chatting today. Thank you very much, Lisa, for the opportunity. Associate Professor Paul J. McGinn, Director of the University of Western Australia Public Policy Institute, talking about what makes a great main street.